mental illness has been sweeping the nation for a very long time. It's been made very public as of recent. Um, the, the number and percentage of suicide rates has gone up and more than tripled in the last decade. Uh, for people young, old, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't miss anybody. For people that are happily married, have children, for people who, who have, are, are rich, are poor, it does not discriminate against anybody. Mental illness is real. You, it's not all in your head. It's not, it's not something that you can turn off like a light switch. It is something that affects you to your core and makes you feel you are doing everyone a favor. You are not welcome here. You will literally lift a burden off of people if you go. And that is simply the lies you tell yourself with mental illness. And they are so believable. They're so justified that people take their lives over it. Mental illness is not a joke. You are not crazy. You are not just sad. You have an illness. And if you need help, reach out for it. Please do so. The lies in your head may sound so believable that you feel it is your only answer. You feel that it's the only way to turn off the noise. The noise will quiet. It will quiet and you will have better days. And there will be a time where you look back and you realize that these were such dark lies you told yourself, but it spoke so much truth at the time. It feels true. It doesn't feel like a lie. Your family doesn't feel important. Your loved ones don't feel important. You feel so disconnected from everyone. You, you feel guilty for the disconnection. It's guilt piled on guilt piled on guilt about something you are not in control of at the time. The amount of suicides I have been reading about online is so heartbreaking to see multiple every day that we need to speak out more. I don't understand why there's still such a stigma about saying, hey, I've got some dark thoughts going on. I need you to sit with me. People are too embarrassed to do that and you don't need to be. You don't need to be embarrassed. What's embarrassing is the fact that we lie to ourselves so much that we start to believe it. It's embarrassing because we can't tell anyone and we think that they'll judge us for it. I know I feel embarrassed when I have my negative thoughts. I go, oh my gosh, how much would they judge me right now? But it's not embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. One out of three people struggle with depression, anxiety, and suicidal negative thoughts. That's a lot. That's a lot. Imagine just walking down the street on on a crowded, busy road or crowded, busy street And walking past one to three people, one to three people, one to three people have thought about not being alive anymore, have had anxiety, have had depression, or experiencing it in that moment, or trying to escape it in that moment. And we think we're alone. That's crazy. That's crazy that we think we're alone. Okay? Never, ever think you're alone with negative thoughts and intrusive thoughts and anxiety, none of it. If you or someone you know are experiencing suicidal thoughts, 988 is a suicide and crisis lifeline. Call them, talk to them. 911 for emergencies. They also know how to handle this stuff. There are support groups. There's immediate help. There is treatment for suicidal thoughts. 
be sure that this holiday season, you do not let them overwhelm you. You are enough. You're doing enough. Your family has enough. And you will be okay. not sure what your guys' Christmas plans are this year, but the only goal in mind that I have (laughs) is to survive. (laughs) Lately, it's just been to survive. We talked about this last week, you know, wrap my anxiety in holiday lights. And and genuinely, I don't so much get anxiety around um, the holidays. What I do get is um, overwhelmed and stressed. And I think we can all relate to that. You want to make it perfect. You want to do well. And then you get slapped back to reality when you realize you've done almost too much. And more people, um, there's people out there who don't have nearly that much. And here you are beating yourself up um, about not doing the uh, the holiday cookies, not doing gingerbread houses, and not doing family pictures and matching pajamas, you know. And, and you forgot about Spirit Week for a day. And you got to send in cookies for the holiday party because you thought it was a good idea to sign up. Um, and you just go, wow, I'm overwhelming myself for absolutely no reason because... This is not what it's about. It's not, it's not what it's about. And even myself, uh, my son's birthday is this week and we're also doing his birthday party. And so I'm, I'm constantly overwhelming myself and I'm, and I'm doing too much. And then I look around at, at the bigger picture and I go, huh, that's not, that's not what this is supposed to be. This is supposed to be joyful and loving. And you have to change the narrative in your own life. And I noticed that, um, a lot with myself is I have to look within myself to make sure that I'm doing everything humanly possible to make to allow myself to enjoy this time of year as well and I do and I have to and and if I gotta buy the hot chocolate for myself and I gotta um maybe buy an extra gift for just me um take take a moment for just me to realize that I I'm holding it together for for everyone. Most most parents do. You hold it together and you do the plans and you make sure that you're on time and you know the time and location and, you know, that you got the gift that they wanted or um, a lot of people this year are not able to do gifts and that's okay too. There's so much that goes into the holidays um, as well as, let's face it, most of us have family issues. Most of us really struggle with some loved ones that we are going to be around. And and that's okay. That's okay because you don't have to put yourself around them if you don't want to. You can politely decline. And I'm telling you that this year that's okay. You don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to go somewhere that makes you feel bad about yourself. You don't have to go somewhere that you'll be the topic of the conversation when you leave. You don't have to put yourself through that anymore. It was always, you know, such a normal thing for people to say, yeah, but it's family. Oh, they're your blood though. Oh, you know, if something happens to them, you're going to feel bad. No, because I do my best because I put out my best because I am the best I can be every single day. And I try to be better. Those people, most people that continue to give you a hard time and treat you in a negative way, they're not their best. They're not doing their best and they're not putting out their best effort. If you can promise yourself that you're doing your best. That's all that's needed. Most likely those people can't make that promise to themselves. And that's the sad part. Uh, that that's why they are so negative on you because they see you putting in the work, putting in the effort, putting in the time to do so. And even my own family, my own family, I don't even think they know anything about my life really. 
they know that I do like podcasts and social media and stuff, but they've never supported it. They've never, you know, like, oh, I listened to your episode or, oh, um, I shared your stuff or, oh, that was so funny or, you know, things like that. Even in a kind, supportive family way. I'm not saying they have to enjoy what I do or even support what I do, but to just acknowledge that I'm a person <laughs> is, is sometimes all you ask of, of your family. And sometimes they can't even do that. Um, to even be kind to your child or to include your child in, in just basic family things is, is all I'd ever wanted. And my family won't even do that. So when I tell you that everybody has their own thing, no matter how positive you are, it doesn't matter. Still, some people will look at you in a negative way. I feel that I treat everybody with such kindness and love and support that I can't imagine people being unkind to me. Like It actually blows my mind a little bit that people could be mean to me. And then I have to look and I go, I don't think that's about me. I don't think that's about me because I'm not a mean person. That's not about me. I I have a tattoo and it says conquer from within. And I somehow sometimes have to remind myself of that saying to conquer from within and to look within myself and go, okay, I'm stronger than the things that they say about me, than the things that they do to me. And I've worked so hard on myself that allowing somebody to even take a moment of that and allow me to question who I am. I can't do that. I can't do that anymore. And I think a lot of us have have come to the conclusion where we go, we can't do this anymore. I had to stop myself the other night from getting mad at the way certain family members were treating each other and not in- including everyone. And I was standing up for this person and I'm trying to include this person, trying to let people realize they didn't include certain people and and then the person was finally included and they jumped right up and they said, I'll be there. And it was like the next day that the event was, I was like, you're just going to go, even though they didn't tell you for weeks and, and that's it. And he said, yeah, I'm just going to go. And I was like, you're better than me. And I got mad at him for a moment because I was like, you're accepting their behavior. And this is where it gets dicey because he wants to go and be there and just be a small glimpse of these kids' lives And I want him to go, this is unacceptable. I want everybody around in my family to go, this is unacceptable. But if I'm the only one that is doing that, that's okay too. He looks at things differently. I look at things differently. And when you love somebody so much, as much as I love him, I want him to never get his feelings hurt. Um, And so it it made me angry and I had to take a step back and go, this isn't me. This isn't my battle. I've conquered this and he has to navigate this relationship in his own way. Do you ever do that? Do you ever get more mad about a situation than somebody else because you go, this is, there's right and there's wrong. And when it's fully wrong um, for somebody to not be held accountable, it's, it's mind boggling that people will still continue to cater to somebody when they're so nasty, when you hear every person around them talk negatively about them, but yet when they're put in the house with them, when they're put in holiday situations with them, oh, they're best friends. But that's not what you said on the phone yesterday. Like you supported nothing about this situation. You were against this. You were negative about this. You completely um, destroyed this person for the negativity they spread. But yet 
you're going to go to their home, you're going to enjoy holidays, you're going to do birthdays, you're going to do um, uh, fun trips or whatever, but yet you disagree with everything. Like, I know we all have that person. We all have that person that people cater to them because they're scared of the blow up. I'm not scared of a blow up. I think a blow up is needed. And I think people constantly catering and avoiding the blow up is what enables the behavior because they think you're scared. And if they, if they think that, then their behavior is marked okay. Don't be scared to call people out for being disrespectful. I have somebody that I know that even if they hear my name in a conversation, they freak out. <laughs> like, because I refuse. I refuse to be talked to or spoken about in a certain way. And it's, and it's the behavior that I won't allow or tolerate. When I tell you how to treat me and how what is accepted or not, that is your choice if you follow that. And that's okay. And that's okay. You don't have to treat me a certain way. You can be the meanest person in the world to me. And that's okay. That's, that's your time. Um, but I don't have to accept that. And that's what we have to keep telling ourselves. You don't have to accept behavior from your family or friends, even if it's the holidays. Even if it's somebody that is your parent or your sibling or you know somebody you grew up with or your best friend from elementary school. You don't have to accept somebody being unkind to you accepting it as being unkind to yourself we've talked about that before you can forgive yourself and not them that's okay too setting a standard and a tone is what we all need to do And whether people respect that, stay in your life, leave your life, that's all right. Like, that's okay. This is how I will be treated. This is how I will be respected. This is how I will not feel when you're in my presence. This is that okay. It's not okay. Especially if you've always been supportive or you've always been a good, you know, friend or listener or somebody who can, they can turn to or their children can turn to. Um, When you've been a good person and you allow somebody to treat you like garbage because mainly, I'm going to tell you the truth right now, they're insecure and they, or they're jealous or they, they make it, they make this something that you're doing negatively I've been called too nice. They go, I couldn't do that because you're just too nice in a negative way. In a negative way, somebody's called me too nice. I'm not too nice. I'm nice to everyone around me until I'm not. Until I'm not. And I'll tell you right now that that part, that until I'm not, will make you wish you never met me. Boundaries are important and you can have them. Having boundaries is, I think... God, we've just talked about it so much. It's so important. We're going to self-soothe right now, okay? This is what we're doing for the, the week of Christmas. We're soothing ourselves. We're soothing our minds. For 20 minutes every single day, I've asked you to meditate. I've asked you to do three kind things about yourself. I've asked you to journal. I've asked you to go outside, connect with the ground. I still do it. There's snow on the ground and I'll still go outside barefoot for at least a couple minutes every day. I drink my coffee outside still. I don't care how cold it is. 
self-soothe. Do not forget that this winter, okay? Every morning, before or after I take my son to school, I'm going to dedicate, I dedicate, this is what I do. I'm going to tell you how I do this because I know times are busy. I get it. They're exhausting. The last thing you're thinking about is yourself. And that's why I'm making it the first thing I want you to think about. Five minutes in the morning, whether it's your coffee, your water, uh, your mimosa, I don't give a shit. (laughs) I want you to go outside in your warmest gear because I know it's freezing certain places right now. I know we have snow on the ground today. I want you to go outside bundled up, okay? Bundled up in the morning five minutes drinking your coffee or whatever you you do i like my warm coffee and just look around i don't want your phone with you i want you to leave it in the house leave your phone in the house and i want you to take just five minutes of looking around acknowledging your life anything and even if you don't have somewhere to go outside really even if you're in your car roll down your windows and just sit for a moment i want you to sit in silence i want you to silence your thoughts I want you to take big, deep breaths in. And I want you to say, I am enough. Just a couple of times, because the rest of the time I like it to be silent. I'm enough, and I'm doing my best. Because that really starts your day off so good. You could even throw in the three things that you love about your life. You know, I love, I love my kindness. I love my family. I love the smell of fresh coffee in the morning, you know? I've gone through so many things. I can't even pick any good ones anymore. But I even name mediocre things. I love the way when a leaf falls, how it sways back and forth. Like just finding the tiniest, most minuscule of things. Um, You can do that. Five minutes of that, okay? And then I want you to get ready, even if you're in a rush. You're rushing to get ready. You're rushing, you're rushing, you're rushing. When you're driving or on your morning commute, you can take five minutes and go silent you need to silence yourself a little bit if you need to pause this episode because you're listening to it in the car on your way to work i know a lot of you do pause the episode be in quiet we don't get a lot of quiet these days can you remember the last time besides bedtime that you purposely on purpose decided to choose quiet there's not a lot of it Even if you're someone like me who's constantly running around throughout the day with your job or working from home and doing stuff constantly, I have constant noise going on with the next thing I need to do. I have a thousand projects going on at one time and sometimes I have to shut it all down and go, okay, yes, you chose to work 30 different places, but you have to shut down sometimes and that's okay. And even being a parent and keeping in line everything, especially especially the week of Christmas, everything going on, shut it down. And then at your nightly shower, turn off the music, turn off the show you watch, silence. And then at bedtime, before your head hits the pillow, sit up in bed, cross your legs, do some more silence. You can do five-minute increments. Some people, I'd go, just 20 minutes a day. And they go, oh, I don't have 20 minutes at, at one time. I'm like, okay, what about what if we break it up? What if we break it up into increments, parts of your day? And you can tap into that. I know we all have five minutes. I know we do. You have to make the time for yourself to enjoy the silence in your life. There's too much noise lately. Even when I do these episodes, I'm 
sitting, you know, on my couch in front of my in front of my big window and I'm looking outside at the snow and the trees and sometimes I zone out and I go, what the hell was I talking about? Because I go on my little rants. But just enjoying your life and your happiness. So this week has been crazy. Um, preparing for my son's birthday and the party and Christmas and things like that. I have been on such a, a kick with my house and, and I keep going. I'm still not obsessed with how it makes me feel. I love my home and lately I've been not loving the items, you know, you know, when you just don't have the happiness from the items anymore, I, I have things, I just have things everywhere and I go, this is taking up room for my happiness. That's how I look at it. I'm like, I feel like I need to rid of things. So the other day I spent like four hours in my room on the day I had nothing to do and I rid it of everything. Literally, the only things in my room right now are my two dressers, my bed, and my nightstands. I'm like, what do I, what did I need all this stuff for? Like the the paintings and the you know the clutter, and I didn't have it organized. Like I had it all in a place. It had its own spots because I'm obsessed with that stuff. But it, some of it was just out on display, and I was like, no, this needs to be clean. I want I wanted it to represent what I want my mind to be, which is clean organized and I didn't want things out I got rid of my makeup vanity even I was like I like to stand doing my makeup in the bathroom I'll organize it you know in a little container and I put it in my ottoman at the foot of my bed I have a bench I put it in there I was like I don't need the vanity so I got rid of the vanity and and I got rid of clothes and I got rid of you know and even my living room I took down all the all the stuff I had decorations I'm like what did I even buy this stuff for it doesn't make me it didn't do what it used to do for me. When we went through, Brett and I were talking about this the other day, when we went through such terrible losses in our life, we we did whatever we could to make us happy. And for me, it was it was shopping. I would I would buy things and I would try to find the happiness in it. I'd be happy for about five seconds and then it'd be gone. But I had all these things. And when I started to look at these things, I go, I was like, this didn't make me happy then. And it still doesn't make me happy. So I took these three totes and I boxed up, you know, decor or wall decor or clothing or um, certain just random things. When I tell you guys how random this stuff is, it was super freaking random. Um, You could literally go shopping in my barn right now. Um, So we're organizing it all and we're getting rid of it. And um, I told my niece, I was like, hey, when you buy your first place, like, please come shopping at my house. (laughs) So we're organizing it and we got all together and just downsizing what we have has been um, really healthy for me and for for Brett, I feel like, because we're finally just going, we're so happy in ourselves that it has to reflect our house. It has to. And that's why we've been putting so much work into it lately. Because when you're home reflects you it's your safe place it's your silence and for a long time my home was my noise I I wasn't thrilled moving here at first and I think most of you know that from the beginning of this um these this podcast I wasn't thrilled living here at first I was scared and and nervous and I was in a bad place and we had just lost two very important people in our lives and now I was moving and I have a toddler and and it was scary. 
I was scared. And I felt, not that I couldn't talk to Brett, but I felt like I needed to stay strong. And so I I powered through and I shopped and I bought things. And, and realizing, finally realizing when things don't make you happy or when you don't have to have the best of the best. I used to compare myself to what other people wanted me to have and what it would take to make other people happy and what is it going to take to get you to like me and what is it going to take for you to be impressed by me and what is it going to take for you to want me um, to be in your friend group and I stopped I started replacing you with me you know what is it going to take for me to accept me what is it going to take for me to be happy and I realized I didn't need the nice things I didn't need a brand new car I didn't need to get my hair done every four weeks to fit in I didn't need to have the most expensive makeup I didn't need to have the designer clothes I just needed to find a happiness within me and when I started silencing all those other people and what I thought they wanted to see in me I started becoming me I started dressing random I started you know wearing weird clothing or you know like I started just not doing the expensive makeup I started just doing it for me I haven't gotten my hair colored in almost a year now I was like I'm gonna grow out my hair embrace maybe my curls a little more I'm going to I don't need a new vehicle I don't need you know all these things for people to look at me and go oh she has it together because I wanted them to think I had it together when I didn't that was that was what I, and that's what I look at with a lot of people now. I know I went on a tangent just now about something completely random, but it was to get to my point. All these people who you think have it together, they want you to think that when they don't. It's the people who don't try so hard. It's the people that you look at and you go, huh, she looks different. And it's usually because she's probably not trying so hard. (laughs) I know even that's the case with myself. Like I said, I I tried so hard to hide from people that didn't know what we were going through and what we had just experienced. I tried for them to go, okay, they have it together. They're okay. And that went on for a long time until I was like, oh, I'm exhausted. I am exhausted from people, you know, from me not being able to go to people or talk to people or, you know, express how I really feel because they think like we have it all together and we didn't. And, you know, Brett and I were such a great support system for each other. I don't know what I would have did without him. Our relationship has never, has never been iffy. Like, it's just never been a thing for us. We've always been each other's best roommate, cheerleader, um, husband, wife. I said roommate. But seriously, though, like, the person you live with is your, is your person. And our relationship has never, has never been up in the air. And that's such a good feeling. It's such a good feeling to know you have somebody solid in your life. And he's always been my best friend and just the person I go to for everything. So I was like, who are we, who am I putting on this show for to think that we're okay all the time and that we have it all and this is my perfect life and blah, blah, blah. And then people started to be rude to me over it. You know, I think that's when even my family started to be rude to me. And they would say little comments about your perfect life and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Like, and I didn't understand it. And I was like, if you, you guys have no fucking idea. Like, I'm just trying to hold it together. And I feel like that's a lot of people. The saddest people look like they have it all together. They really do. And when you start looking and you go, how can I 
have it together for myself, that's when you truly find your happiness in life. And I think that's what we work for every single day. We work for this happiness around us and then and then we surround ourselves with people who try to take it. And that's what I'm saying. You can you don't have to do anymore. You don't have to put yourselves in situations that somebody can take your happiness away. We don't have to do that. So for this holiday, and if you have to go certain places, just remember you've conquered from within. You've done that. And I've seen, I've read this thing that said like, you conquered survival mode, now enjoy living. And I was like, that resonated with me so much because I was in survival mode for a long time with my emotions and my anxiety and and just life. And, and now I'm living for myself and now I'm not worried about impressing people and I don't need to have the best of the best. And and I, I don't want to spend money and I want to save money and I want to, you know, be, be a responsible person and adult and parent. And, and I want to show my kid that no matter what you go through and no matter what life throws at you, you can be sad for a while. That's okay. And then you bounce back and you conquer it. You can have years of sadness. You can have years of difficulty. It doesn't go away overnight. The amount of grief or sadness you go through has no time limit and holidays can make that even harder it can make it so hard around the holidays the second person i lost that was really close to me he passed away on christmas and that was like the hardest phone call i'd ever received while i was opening presents like it was and it's such a flash of of sadness sometimes so don't surround yourself with people when it's already such a hard time for you. Create those boundaries. Create that life for yourself. Create that life for your family and your children. Break the cycle of going, oh, well, they're family. Break the cycle of going, oh, well, this is what we do for family. No, that's not. Because I'll be damned if I spend another moment with somebody who doesn't appreciate me. That's exhausting. Take your five minutes of silence. See what comes to you. See what comes to you in that five minutes of silence of of just being able to take a moment and really take in your life and take in what you've been through. All of us have been through so much. Everybody has. And to not acknowledge that and to think, I just got to outrun it. People, a lot of people think that I just got to outrun the pain. Slow down. Let it catch you. Let it catch you for a minute. Take care of it. Take care of the pain so that you can start living for for the for the cure of it. Appreciate the small things. Appreciate the way a leaf falls. Appreciate slow snow. Appreciate the quiet. You have to find things you appreciate about life. Have you heard the news? Spotify has amazing new ways to listen to your favorite music and podcasts. Be sure to turn on notifications to Loving Yourself Completely to never miss an episode. Download Spotify today for free. There will be a new link on our Instagram page of who I've partnered up with lately that will give you an easy click to get to what you hear me talking about all the time. So go ahead, head over to the new Instagram page. There will be a link in the bio that will lead you to Amazon Finds, Pink Lily Boutique, who I've just recently partnered up with. They have the cutest holiday sweaters on sale. If you're looking for a gift for your wife, 
you will not go wrong with Pink Lily Boutique. Again, the new link will be on my Instagram for loving yourself completely. I don't know about you guys, but I am a coffee fanatic. I love coffee, but I'm pretty basic with it. I don't do much creamer or sugar. I'm, I try to stay away from dairy, all the things. So I pretty much like my coffee, just black coffee, whether it's ice or warm. Javi Coffee Concentrate has been the best thing I've ever had. One teaspoon in a cup of ice or a cup of warm water, and there's your coffee. You don't have any machines, cords, plugs. It's eco-conscious, gluten-free, non-GMO, sugar-free, and dairy-free. One teaspoon. For under $25, we'll get you 30 servings. Think of all the money you will be saving. Get additional 20% off by using code SARA, S-A-R-A, 43934 to get 20% off. Go check out Javi Coffee today. Now, am I I saying this to like be like, oh yeah, you know, screw your family. No, love your family, be there for your family, support your family, but only if they reciprocate it, you know, and, and love you and are kind to you and speak kindness to you and you feel that they support you. These are, this is not like a, a hate your family kind of, of thing. It's, it's to validate that it's okay to feel the way you feel. That's okay. And don't let people take away your joy just because you're trying to save their feelings. How does that make sense? That we ignore our own feelings and let other people treat us a certain way because we don't want to hurt theirs? That's crazy, you guys. All right. Well, I will I will not be back until after the new year, 2023. That's crazy. Season, it'll be season 4. This is what is this? Episode 65. Oh my gosh. We are on episode 65. This is crazy. Um, love yourself enough to have some silence in your life. Enjoy the silence. Five minutes, four times a day. Get 20 minutes, just 20 minutes of complete silence. That's where you're going to find so many of your answers that you need. Clear out your space. Clear out things that don't make you happy anymore. Clear out things that when you look at it, you feel nothing. There's a whole book on it. <laughs> just do it. Do whatever helps you become the best version of yourself we're we're working towards it every single day every single day becoming a better version of ourselves never stop doing that i don't care if people are like oh you're always changing stuff oh you're always rearranging stuff oh you're always searching for something new good i want to i think it's weird when people stay the same that's stale you're not improving do something different be different Look in the mirror every day and go, wow, I've changed in the best way. Okay? I'll talk to you guys in 2023. And continue loving yourself completely. Write in because I've been really enjoying that. Reach out if you need help. Always. And I'll see you guys next year. No, I'll talk to you guys next year. All right, keep up on our new Instagram page on loving yourself completely. And hopefully I'll post some little updates along the way of our break. Just stay strong this holiday season. You don't have to be the best of the best. Just be you authentically. Bye.